Hey, mate. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, just having a beer, mate. Mate, it is 10.30 and we're recording an episode. We're about to record an episode. I don't see the problem. You don't see a problem with mate, opening a beer? It's, it's, what even are you drinking? It's Colonial Pale Ale. They're the, the new sponsor of the show, mate. So of course, Are they? Yeah. Do you don't think I can drink beer being an athlete? No, well, yeah, you're allowed. You're allowed, allowed that one. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll allow one for you. A one. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna have one now. Have a look at that. We are about to record too, you know that. So just it'll it relaxes be, you, do you reckon? It'll be a better podcast, I reckon. Yeah, better one. Yeah. Better with the pale ale. Thanks to Colonial Brewing Co. for sponsoring the pod today. Thank you, Colonial. For those of you who may not know, it's pros and cons time. <laughs> Mr. Smith? Hey, who's that? David Zakopakarakis. Wrong. How the bloody hell do you say that? Zakopakarakis! Pros and cons. What is going on, everybody? going on daniel how are you back again mate back again episode two for the day shooting the uh, lockdown filming, episodes recording recording filming them all speaking of filming by the way yes we're hopefully by the time this podcast is out we're going to have a bunch of the episodes on youtube i've been saying it probably for <laughs> almost every week but we've almost got them all all done so yes um and they're going to be dropping all the time now so people who want to actually watch the podcast or, or consume it a different way we're going to have it on youtube we're going to have our youtube channel rolling and uh, they can they can better have good way. posture, just like you at the moment, mate. You got splendid <laughs> posture. <know>. We do. <laughs> yeah, you just set me up on the couch. I, I can't lean. Anyway, people will find out because we just recorded an episode with uh, Carlo, the movie geek. Yes, you know we got another movie episode, movie episode two. And David gave me some pillows to put my back <laughs> up on because I have got a plug that I can't lean back yeah, like you. You look yeah. so casual. Yeah, and yeah it's great at home. Like me it's on the, the home pod. The Doug Allen podcast where I'm all upright and look like there's something up my ass. But yes, anyway, that's exactly. all right. <laughs> well, I'm just looking down actually and we've weighted this table down with those barbells. You know, with those uh, weights, mm. you know how much they'd be worth these days? <laughs> yeah, they would be worth a lot. Fortune. And I just went downstairs and your gym, I'm telling you one thing, if you, you could sell that for a fortune. We mate. could do we can do a, a pod from the home gym next time. <laughs> <right? Yeah. laughs> In between reps. In between reps, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm fine with that. I need, a, <laughs> need a good workout. I've got a couple of four kilo dumbbells at home and a and a exercise bike. That's all I got. So <laughs> no, I got looked after jealous. by the club. Yeah. Having the weights there. Good down there. I actually got I got some inside info that apparently yours is ranked on another podcast. Your home gym is ranked number one out of all the players. Did I drop, who dropped that on out? Who what podcast? No, another podcast. Oh, really? AFL podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dropped, dropped at mine. Your home gym is the best home gym. But have, have I? Podcasts. But I haven't gone through a whole rundown of it. Well, I guess whatever you showed <laughs> on Instagram is enough. Yeah. yeah okay. Or there's someone's leaked it. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Yeah. Okay. What, they've ranked yours. I took one, one photo, but I didn't. I really agree. See. Yeah, I think you. yours is the best. I the what bike's the one? The what bike's the key? You need to have a. Oh, I think you got barbells and you got a bench. You got, you got, you got kettle. You got everything <laughs> down there. I went. I tell you what, though, I went hard sourcing it, so I didn't have it all at the start. I think if you look back at the original first photo, I think I had the ropes and a couple of dumbbells, and then every day I kind of kept trying got to push more. people and source people for different equipment and then eventually yeah is hustled the, mate, is the hustled gym, and then kept is going the, is the gym sponsored uh no it's not sponsored no <laughs> no, no no i got it just off different people that kind of thing yeah yeah no no not, definitely spon- not there's nothing the gym, for, no there's nothing for it. no business is given anything for it <laughs> at the moment there's um no no i literally just hustled people and um people had some spare equipment and all that and kind of just yeah got it from different sources and now it's complete gym setup well i'm jealous but it is your job to, to keep fit so. tell you what my housemate loves it he loves oh, lifting weights i don't know no one here would like I assume no one here would follow him, but 
if you followed my housemate, you'd see some topless workouts every <laughs> couple of days. Well, <laughs> he, I might, he loves it. I'm thinking about moving in. I'll just live on the couch and be your, your next housemate. There and, you go, uh, mate. I'll pay you some rent just to use the, uh, just there you just go. Use the gym. There you go. Now today, let's enough chit-chat about us. Now today, what's, what's the purpose of today's podcast? Well, I thought that uh, we had Doug Allen on last week talking about um, – the entourage, obviously, yep. and we we went through a binge or cringe list yes. with, with him. So I thought, why not? While everyone's in lockdown, let's chat through some movies yep. and some TV shows that are happening, and we better bring on our resident film expert, Carlo, to do so because he knows what's up. He's seen it most of the stuff that's coming out, and he's got some lists for us. So keep us going. Make Tell sure you what, you're not he's watching. Done, shit. He's done some serious. Serious watching. He's, oh, a, like. he's a big watcher. He's a big watcher <laughs> of just some shows and series. That's amazing. What do you say? One, oh, one movie a day. I think one movie a day. Yeah, yeah. I think he said that. Didn't he? No, we're giving it away because this is the pre intro. No, but I just intro. said that we just talked to him. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's all right. right. You can okay. tell the fans. Yeah, you can tell the fans. <laughs> <laughs> We've already spoken it. to him. We're doing our intro. Yeah, we're doing our intro. All right. Bit. Yeah. Well, one movie a day, and then I don't know how many TV series he's watching. But but the goal is serious TV time. You just don't want to waste your time watching something shit no so yeah we want to make sure you're picking good stuff so a question i need to ask him next time is is he i didn't ask him today but has he ruined like can he just watch something and just plainly watch it or does he have to critique it because when he's describing as listeners will hear in a bit when he's describing the shows or the movies and stuff and the words he used to describe it, it just in detail it, it proves that he's watching what's actually happening rather than the film or the, yeah. the movie. It's, it's like, interesting. Has he ruined his perspective of just sitting back and plainly watching a movie? Well, I, I studied film and television, made films, did a bunch of stuff in that space. And still today, I will watch films differently. Yeah. TV shows as well. And the only way I know something is really, really good is if I forget to do it. Yes. So if I've gone, oh, shit, like, well, how have they lit that? Or like, well, yeah. or if I'm noticing things too much, then it annoys me a bit yeah, and it t- tells me that I'm not engaged enough with it, which probably means it's not that good. So I still do it. So I guarantee he does it that way too. Yeah, well, but I was comparing he- it to footy. So it's like if I watch a game, I kind of would watch it like a study kind of thing. Like you look at stoppages or the forward setup with the way they're moving the ball and you go like they could be doing this or that kind of thing. Whereas you're not, you're not then getting lost in it where you're just enjoying a big game. But in saying that, like you said, then if you're – if it's a cracking game between first and second, you might get lost in it and enjoy the game. Yeah. But if it's an average game on a Saturday, you kind of critique it rather than just being able to enjoy it. Yeah, I think that's what always happens to me. I've lost it a little bit because I don't do that much stuff in that space anymore. So yep. I've lost it a little bit and I'm able to get out of that headspace a bit. But every now and then you watch something and I'll just be I'll, I'll be in that space going, I know exactly what they've done here. Yes. I know exactly what's going on here and it's annoying me that I know. Yes. So, yeah. so Carlo would be all over that. He'd be he'd be watching for everything. Yeah. So yeah, I do wonder how, I'll ask him that next time, we'll how, next time. how he can actually enjoy things. But he does, he loves it. So well, he's going to give some good stuff. Well, he clearly stuff. loves it, yeah. But Before we get into his chat. Mm-hmm. Wanted, we haven't touched base. We didn't get to touch base last week because Doug Allen's episode was awesome on its own. Um, the talk right now with the footy is that they're going to isolate you guys and you know maybe do games in rural areas and, and that's how they're going to get the season up. What's, what's your take on it? Well, I mean, the interesting thing that is um, with the podcast, so it's the 15th of April now and by the time this drops, it's going to be um, – it's going to be the 27th, which is April 27th is the day that uh, the AFL meeting to then have a discussion about what their plans are moving forward. So it's kind of this this chat now, whatever I say, is kind of going to be a little bit irrelevant because um, we'll find out more when this podcast drops. So 
I don't want to go too much into the detail because what I say might just be not true and that's the day that it's dropped yeah. is kind of irrelevant. So what I'm hearing at the moment, so as of the 15th of April, was the the um, the chat amongst like the pot, the different areas around Australia you could play, that's more the media speculating what could happen if we went down that path. And what hasn't been officially said to AFL clubs about this is what we're going to do or this is what we're proposing. I think it's more the media at the moment is speculating what could possibly happen if the AFL wanted to get the season up and running at a certain point um, and get the season going. So I think that's more been the talk. Uh, obviously, as I said, once this drops today, the 27th, we'll, we'll find out more about it. Because originally it was all right, AFL meet April 27th with the potential return date of May 4th and then May 31st is when you play. So at the moment from... Now, well, the state of emergency in Victoria has just been um, put to the May 11th, so we wouldn't be able to train anyway, May 4th, because you obviously wouldn't be able to congregate in grops of 50. Yep. Um, that's what we have to do to train. So we, um, we're we at least restricted probably till May 11th right now, and then it's probably going to be um, a couple more if they couple more weeks if they slowly reduce the restrictions. So we're, we're probably looking – again, I don't want to set this anything in stone or have anyone quote me on this, but it's probably looking more the end of May – uh, rather than sort of the, the middle to start of May um, to even think about coming back to train, which will yeah. then push back the season another month because we'll have to train for three to four weeks before we play. So if you're looking at end of May, then it's probably end of June. But again, once this podcast drops on I'll the 27th, we'll be, we'll be, we yeah, we new things we know and the AFL having the meeting on the 27th. So yep. we'll, uh, we'll know um, hopefully then either that night or, or the next day about what we're actually doing. If they did go down that path, which is, you know, take you somewhere, you have to live somewhere else, train and play, mm. no crowds, different random areas. If that was the way to go, what what are your what is your take? So I mean, this this is it's a massive complex issue, and I think you got to wait. Like, there's so many things to be decided. Like the time, how long you're going to be there for, whether it's just two weeks to get the season started, and then all of a sudden restrictions listed. Uh, restrictions ease and then it's come back to Melbourne apply or whether it's a month two months uh, so the time frame um, whether we're all staying in a hotel together a resort or it's like each club has their own different resort or hotel or um, even just details of like is it going to be one to a room two to a room um, the amount of time you're going to have in between games uh, how much start how much staff can you take up there can your family come up uh, all these different factors so it's a massive massive complex issue which then could create different issues amongst themselves if like certain things aren't resolved or that kind of thing so for instance if restrictions start getting one one thing for me if, and this might not even be an issue if it's resolved in a certain way but if you're if restrictions start getting these and you haven't seen your family for a couple of months and then we have to then go away for a month to play whereas you you're back in melbourne you can now go visit your family and have dinner and have um, uh, like your mum and dad can see your, your Brooklyn um, and can hang out with them. Whereas if we get taken away from that, while all our friends and family are starting to hang out again, starting to um, see family, starting to see uh, kids, nieces, nephews, all that kind of thing for that month, like that's a, that's a massive mental challenge to go, shit, everyone, like, yeah, all right, we're playing footy and we're doing what we love, but we've been isolated for three months. Now we're moving away from our family. We're seen on social media. Everyone's now hanging out with people, I don't know, having beers and mm. catching up with family and, and that. And all of a sudden we're away from that for another month. Like mm. that'd be a pretty big challenge to face. Yep. Um, again, that might not happen. Um, I'm just sort of speculating and turn, ang- turn um, 
so I'm kind of talking scenarios here, but that would be one for me. I, I don't know if I'd be able to handle that going, shit, like I've waited this long to see my family. Everyone else is doing it and now I'm away you again. Got to cop it. Yeah. Cop it. Um, the other thing is, I know. I know going on footy camps in pre-season, mate, blokes start to crack after three, four days, like going on camp because you're in, you're in an environment where you're training every day. You can't leave. You haven't yep. got your mental break because you go back to hotel room or you're in a resort. Like you're still hanging around the 45 blokes. Like mm. you're still in a footy environment. So you switched on all the time. So guys, guys going back, like so you might play and then have three days in between games or four days or five days, whatever in between games. Like what do you do to fill your time? So mm. you've got to train for a certain time. You're going to have your weights. You're going to have meetings. The other time of it, what are you going to do? So it's kind of not being able to have that escape from leaving um, a resort or leaving whatever just to be able to hang out with friends or family or all that kind of thing. As I said, guys crack on three or four days of pre-season camps anyway. So it'd be interesting again to see how long, whether it's two two weeks, four weeks, all this kind of stuff. Um, I mean, the positive of, of it is that for the fans, we might be playing footy. Uh, for us, we'll be playing footy doing what we love. The season will be started. Um, we have a full competition for people to watch around Australia, all that kind of thing. So there's a lot of benefits from it, but I just think – There'd be a lot of also mental challenges uh, with that too, but it's an unprecedented time, so I think we've got to be open to everything. Um, and I'm not, I'm not necessarily shutting it down. I am open to it, but I think it's just you've got to weigh up all these things and just the mental impact it'll have. Um, it's probably yeah. just a lot to still happen. Exactly. No yeah. one knows. So no. it's just too hard probably to do it. I mean, look at the UFC. We might talk about the UFC in a future, future reps. Maybe they're doing more things once we get some future reps up, but... They're, they're they're building the infrastructure for for an island where yeah. they can take, take the fighters to the fighting fighter. Yeah, we well bought the island, didn't he? Yeah, he's bought an island, yeah. and he's already built building the infrastructure to make it happen. Exactly. So like they're going hard, they're going to do it. That's the way it works. Yeah. Um, and everything I'm saying right now might be irrelevant when this podcast drops today, and the AFL make a decision. They go, oh no, we'll just push it back and we'll play in all our states once the restrictions are lifted. Yep. So this all could be irrelevant anyway. Um, but I think I think the the most important thing is that it's safe. Um, the health and well-being of the players are uh, on the number one on the agenda. Um, and if the restrictions are eased, then why not? Let's play. Mm. Um, but obviously, until that point, then we can't play. Yeah. Fair enough, mate. Well, can't wait for footy to come back. It's going to be awesome when it does. Imagine the first game back at the G with it when people can go. I don't know when that's going to be. Well, yeah, that, that, and that's the other interesting. The first game back might be no crowds again for maybe six, seven, eight weeks or whatever. And then finally in i don't know if we're playing in september they they allow i don't know how many ten thousand. who knows they yeah, might have a cap they so might have a cap yeah right. so it might be different um yeah well <laughs> we'll take what we can get it at what point we can take it yes exactly and we'll see what happens from there for now we're stuck at home so we're going to figure out what the bloody hell to watch on tv yes let's get stuck into carlo so let's hear from carlo Oh, yeah, yeah. Make sure you record it. <laughs> Got to record the video on the screen. Otherwise, you won't get any of the audio out of it or video. Carlos, oh, shit. Yeah. How are you guys going? It's nice to see that you're, uh, you're maintaining social distance and not facing each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about <laughs> 1.3 meters, I reckon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? This couch is big enough, but the screen's not. Big enough to no. uh, to keep us in. Is the, that why? Is that why you got that really fucking awkward lean going on? Oh, I've got the awkward lean actually. <laughs> I had the awkward lean for the whole fucking last. Mate, last you should podcast. be relaxed. We're on the well, couch. Because if I if I lean back, yeah. oh, I lean back. Yeah. Zach has got it right, man. Zach yeah, has got it right. Right. He's like he's got his no, feet up. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was like constantly changing on the we, thing too. We like, had uh, we had uh, Doug yeah, Allen. Yeah. I, I told you, yeah. already, Carlo. We had Doug Allen on the last last episode, um, yeah. which for those. Uh, who don't know we record these things sometimes on the same day so we, those people will listen to Doug Allen's and then we'll listen to Carlo's that happened all on the same day but 
we just had Doug on and I had to sit like this the whole time because mm. my headphone cord isn't long enough See, to that's lean where back. You should have, He's you looking not, like all the chilled boy. Do you not have these? Yeah, I do have those. I should probably put them on. Yeah. All right, give me two seconds. I'm going to put them on because I feel left <laughs> out now. Hang on. Come on, did, mate. Did, did, did Daniel feel like was did he, did he have to like really fight back the need to quote Entourage at all? Uh, like yeah, he went fangirl hard on Doug. Did you, fan, did you fangirl yeah. in, of, uh, at Doug? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, how did, and did he take it graciously or was he just like, oh, fucking hell? No, yeah. Well, the main, the main thing with me for, um, for Doug is the... Um, oh, thanks, mate. You know what? I'll get looked after here. How good is that? <laughs> i got the pillows behind me. <laughs> David, yeah, that's, no, that's good. That's good. Oh, no, that is better. Yeah, thank you. Oh, <laughs> David just giving me some so pillows. Nice. Oh, that's so much better. Now I can relax a little bit. I still look like i am got something up my ass. But yes, right. I, I, fa- I fangirled a little bit, but I didn't go too hard. I know a lot nah, about yeah. Entourage. I've watched so much that. Entourage in my life. Yeah, and, you uh, strike me as an Entourage fan. Um, I've, uh, I've, watched, I've watched every season. I'm not even, this is not even an exaggeration. Probably <laughs> five times minimum, a, oh, including yeah. the Rogue Street. I've, I've seen it so often. It's so easy to watch. But, so I knew a lot about it, but... Do you I'm ever do like an uh, Do you ever do like an Ari Gold cut where you just watch all of Ari Gold scenes to like get you pumped for the day? I haven't done that, but I do. That, be good, that is right? a good idea. I do watch. <laughs> I do. If I'm feeling a bit shit or like, oh, I need some inspo to like get me up and about, I'll watch. I'll watch an episode. I'll watch. Yeah. I don't know. You know what's a really good episode if you want to get real fired up? That Vegas Baby Vegas episode where Johnny Drama comes in and punches those guys. Seth, is it Seth, who's in it? Seth. Um. Sorry, I just got a text yeah, from the club, man. No, I just got a text from the club. We're in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> I forgot to write back quickly. Sorry. I was about a press conference. Sorry, mate. Don't worry about me, mate. Don't worry about Carlo and no, I. We're just... Sorry. Oh, no, I'm sure that's You're, you're capable just... enough to talk to Carlo for two seconds. I can talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. I can remember the guy who the guy is in it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Sorry. I do enjoy it and I did fangirl a little bit, but not too hard. How's, uh, how's lockdown treating you? Getting to watch a bunch uh, of movies. Oh yeah, I watch I watch like a movie a day, which is f- fucking intense. Like even <laughs> for me, like it, there's only so much I can handle. But like it's been cool because I've been able to like go back and like rewatch some stuff that I might have forgotten about, and um, sort of like discover things that I have never had the sort of chance to to watch up until about now. So like like par- like Parasite is now on stand, so I'm like yes, you know I can go back and rewatch it without having to like you know drive over to the fucking Nova Cinema, which is shut down for the moment. Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but no, it's been all right. Like you know, you find you find ways to occupy yourself. So people are going to be sitting around. They're going to. There's so much options. So With many. Netflix, so many. So many. So many options. <laughs> so only, it's only podcasts too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak English. Um, there's so many options out there with streaming services: Disney Plus, Amazon yeah, Prime, Netflix, yep. Stan, all these things. That who better to bring in for our movie episode number two than our Resident movie yes. expert, Carlo. Yeah, so what we want to do... Yeah. We've got to do an intro. Else fucking better to do. We've got to create an intro for you, I reckon. Daniel, we do need yeah. to create an intro for it. Yeah, yeah you want me to do that? Do yeah. you want to do some work? <laughs> yeah. No, I've got some time. I'll do some... <laughs> I'll do the intro. One man. Yeah. Carlo. 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 Who the f- is that? Resident film critic. Something is coming Something big. Our resident film expert, Carlo. Coming soon to a cinema near you. 
So Carlo, where are we at with everything? Because there's Sorry. there's been there's been a whole bunch of movies that clearly now are not going to yeah. go ahead. And no. in, in the states, summertime releases are the biggest in in a lot of times for the year. Yep. That's when some of the big stuff comes out in July. So yep. Talk us through it, mate. What's what's stopped? What's been delayed? What's been pushed? What's happening? So it's been interesting to watch because like it's it's fun to watch some studios sort of hold their nerve and then others who are just like, nah, fuck that. Let's just like move this down the line because it's it's a lot cheaper to to shift. None of this is cheap. Let me just start by yeah. saying that. None of this is cheap. But you have cheaper options than you would have, say, like, you know, actually rela- keeping a release date for a film. So for example, Sony has decided to completely like fuck off their entire slate to 2021. So that includes the the next Ghostbusters, uh, Afterlife, and a few other films. So they were like, how about we don't do that? Um, Because everything is sort of still up in the air with the sort of coronavirus stuff. Um, There's talks of the AMC theater chain um, being going bankrupt. There's talks of like, it's sort of like very sort of doom and gloom at the moment in terms of like the film industry uh, as a whole, but like cinemaplexes in particular are sort of like really feeling that pinch and they're asking for um, government bailouts and what have you. Um, so this month we were supposed to see the new James Bond. That didn't happen, obviously. Um, that got pushed down to November. Um, we were supposed to see the new Milan in April again this month, but that's been pushed down to July and that might get another push um, depending on how, whether or not the curve flattens and all that sort of stuff. So that's the live um, action. Sorry to interrupt you. That's the live, yeah, that's action. The live action. Yeah, correct. Disney correct. cartoon Milan. Yeah, exactly. Trailer looks pretty correct. cool, actually. It's actually really, it's got a really cool like wushu old school like crouching target hidden hidden dragon vibe to it. And uh, I'm sort of like, I'm keen to see what they do with it. Um, what's uh, Black Widow? They uh, Black Widow. Black Widow has been moved from May to November. And what's interesting that about that is the fact that all of it's been all of Marvel stuff's been pushed down. Yeah. So like it's Black Widow's been moved to November, which was supposed to be like the Eternals, which has now been mm. moved to February. Shang-Chi was supposed to be in February, that's been moved to May, and then they've got the new Doctor Strange, which has been moved to November, which November, is yeah. May of twenty twenty one. And the fourth Thor film has been moved to 2022 altogether. Um, it hasn't, yeah, it hasn't changed uh, any of the 2022 release uh, slates as of yet, but that might change. Who knows? It's so completely. We could, we, could, we could all of a sudden get, like you're saying, they keep pushing it back. It'd be great. Yeah. They just went, all right, for each, like maybe bang, every, bang. every couple of months, we're going to just release a movie. All of a sudden, you have a six Marvel movies well, in one year. But, maybe not. Marvel yeah. seem, seem like they need. I'm assuming here, but it seems like they they require that three month window of pushing hard for for advertising. Yeah. So they're gonna yeah. try to keep remain. It's kind of know, always, isn't it? It's probably. always like February, May, November, yeah. kind of every year. Yeah. But Carlo, well, they, they with, did there. Yeah. With Go what on. with what Dave's saying, do you think we're gonna get you know whenever we get released from this lockdown and we're able to go to the movies again? Who knows when that's gonna mm. be. Do you predict that we're going to get that flurry of flux movies. of movies that just get released to screen where yeah. we're going to have just this abundance of really good things to go see? I think so. I think you're going to find that it's going to be like every month there'll be something that there'll be something to watch. What's interesting though is to watch Disney strategy. Disney strategy is to they'll either push a date or they'll they, they now have that advantage of dropping a film straight onto Disney Plus, yeah. and they've done that with their late and and it's kind of ballsy to see because they've done that with their latest Pixar film and Pixar usually brings in like 
a shit ton of money on the weekends. Mm. And they've done that with their latest one onwards where they've just dropped it straight onto Disney plus. Um, or is it is Disney plus it's, it's available for streaming like right now. Yep. Um, and they're going to be doing the same thing with the Kenneth Branagh film, Artemis Fowl. Um, and that was supposed to have a complete uh, release uh, schedule and they've just scrapped it and they've just gone, no, nah, fuck it. We're just going to put it out onto streaming, um, which is like a really like, you know, that's a movie with like Judy Dench and Colin Farrell and a whole bunch of other, like, you know, it's a big film, like big budget film. And they're just like, no, nah, let's just chuck it out on streaming. And cause we would don't for, know how long this whole thing's going to Well, would for so. Pixar just be because of kids are being at home and you're hoping. Pretty much. But you're yeah, talking, you're, just, you're talking those yeah. Pixar films that gross 500 million minimum. <laughs> Yeah, like maybe not, but like yeah. a lot, of, a lot of money. We're talking that they that they gross at the cinemas. Mm. So you're scrapping. Yeah, sure, that. but but you have to take into account um, Disney Plus has just reached fifty million plus subscribers as well. Yes. Now that's seven bucks a month or something. You take that it, seven times. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. so. It was eight dollars, eight ninety nine, wasn't it? I yeah. Think eight, was it? Eight, yeah. Is it always eight ninety nine? Because I thought it was eight fifty, and now okay, it's eight ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which I was like, oh, they've sneakily already gone up with the price. Yeah. I might be wrong. Yeah. Not fact check it. And this is the podcast, so why would I do that? Yeah. <laughs> I think you might be right. Yeah. But yeah, I, right. Right. I thought yeah. I saw a fifty percent price increase already, and it's only yeah. So that, I, I guess you're right. Those people are going. Well, we won't go to the movies to watch it. It's only eight nine dollars a month to. Yep. To, to jump exactly and stream it so we'll just pay for that yeah. instead so they're getting their yeah. 50 million people watching it there instead yeah well, exactly. movies, They've got, yeah yeah exactly movies and, and and tv series and the mandalorian and all yeah. the star wars films and all that sort of stuff so it's like you know for for nine bucks a month i think people are just going to find that to be a bit of a bargain so not sponsored by the way Disappointing. Not sponsored at all. <laughs> you, I know David. Dave pointed to himself. <laughs> he pointed to himself. He, when he is, said eight ninety nine, I was like, I don't, I don't even know the price because because you get it for free. <laughs> no one else does. Carlo doesn't get it for free. Daniel doesn't get it for free. Daniel's household doesn't That's get it for bullshit. Free. No, I got twelve months free. The pros and come, the cons. Come September. Oh, the pros and the cons. The the the, the, fa- the family. The hang on, have, hang on, hang on, hang on. Do we hang have on, Carlo? Hang on, hang on. Yeah. Daniel, have you gone to a free Marvel premiere? Yeah, I have. I have there you go. So he's jumped off the coat. <laughs> uh, love you, Disney. <laughs> love you, love you, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Those are hard to get into, man. The critics don't get a lot. Like all the critics, like some of the critics don't even get inv- invites to that. So like they're the places to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, maybe I should just tone it back. Oh, yeah. Melbourne. You know that what? Was that was the new IMAX in. You had you had Endgame. Endgame, yeah, Endgame. Oh, Endgame, mate. Oh, mate. Yeah, we had no, we had, yeah, we had part one and part two. One of them was at Hoyts in Docklands. The, the other one was at um, Hoyts in Docklands, and the other one was at uh, IMAX. Yeah, yeah. IMAX yeah, is actually hard to watch it at. Yeah, because the screen. Yeah, if you don't get in early, you, you have to get to the back. Yeah. Oh, you, you're constantly turning your head. <laughs> <laughs> watching, watching tennis. It's actually too big. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. So, Carlo, uh, any is there any of the um, of the studios planning? to do any online releases where you pay a similar cost to, to, um, you would to go to the cinemas to watch it? No, not that I've heard. Um, I know that there's, there's been rumblings about like whether or not they were going to do something like that, but not, not officially. Um, Blumhouse, uh, who do a lot of the horror stuff, they've, so when the coronavirus hit uh, and a lot of the, uh, the, the, like, the social distancing measures started to come in, what they did was they started to release a lot of the theatrical films uh, directly onto uh, streaming platforms. So um, back in February, Lee Whannell's film, The Invisible Man, was released uh, in cinema. Um, and that that hit just at the like the starting of the coronavirus. But uh, 
uh, Blumhouse were like, well, let's just put it out um, for hire on uh, streaming. The trick is though that they've, the the hiring uh, the the rental price is twenty five bucks oh, <laughs> to so rent it like iTunes or something like Apple Apple movies or something. Uh, YouTube or Apple yeah, yeah. iTunes <laughs> uh, or, or like PlayStation Store wherever you yeah. like you rent your, your films um, and then uh, they've released the Hunt which was like another film that actually got delayed because of controversy surrounding mass shootings uh, and that's been uh, put out on streaming platforms for twenty bucks um, so they did it yeah. It'd be interesting to see what, like how much money they actually make out of it. Let's talk about the Invisible Man because uh, yeah. Lee Winnell yeah, is, is he's a Melbourne boy, isn't is he? he? Yeah, okay. RMIT. Yeah, he I did go to RMIT, and he's and he, yeah. he, he, he was the creator of Saw and director. Oh, the one. Yeah, okay, yep. Um, so this movie looks so creepy. I watched the trailer yeah. for it, and I'm not a huge sort of horror nah. fan. I do love some of some movies like that, like Saw, the originals, and I and I like some of these thrillers. This looks like a thriller. And it looks yeah. creepy as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us yeah. about it. You, um, so you, it's, uh, it's a kind of uh, a riff on the old H.G. Wells book um, that was put out back years and years and years ago. Um, and what Winnell's done is he's taken it and he's turned it into a story about domestic abuse and domestic violence. Yep. Um, and so it follows Elizabeth Moss and she's trying to escape her uh, abusive um, uh, partner. Um, she manages to do so in a very, very sort of tense scene early on, like holding my breath tense. Um, and two weeks later, she finds out that he has allegedly killed himself and he's left her a ton of money. Cecilia, although our relationship was far from perfect, I thought that you would talk to me rather than run away. Are you okay? What happened to him? He cut his wrists. Per his final wishes, you're getting $5 million. Contingent, of course, on the fine print. He can't be ruled to be mentally incompetent. It just doesn't make any sense. What? Adrian wouldn't kill himself. Listen, you're getting your freedom back, okay? Don't let him haunt you. Hello? And that's when sort of like the weird shit starts happening. And what's really, really cool about this film is that it plays on themes of like, so we think of domestic abuse as like physical violence a lot of the time. And what this actually does is it goes, well, no, it's not that. It's also a psychological abuse. So like it plays on the ideas of gaslighting, which is like attempting to make someone insane by telling them things that aren't actually happening. Tell me if I'm wrong, because I've only seen the trailer. Yeah. But he, he obviously figures out how to turn himself invisible. Faces yeah, open. so he's a yeah. I'm, I'm a, only trailer now that once we've yeah. yeah yeah. He's a uh, so so it's not it's not in the trailer, but like he's supposed to be this like optical tech genius. Yeah, okay. And it does this thing where it's like it makes you afraid of like empty spaces in the film. Mm. So like the, the camera will do this thing where it'll be like it'll just pan over to like a corner in the wall or something <laughs> like that, and 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 it will hold it there like really really long, and nothing happens, but because your brain is sort of filling in the gaps, you, you don't know whether or not he's there or whether or not it, nobody could be there. So like you're, you're sort of just sort of like, the hairs on the back of your neck are starting to stand up and you're like holding your breath and you're tense this entire time. And when I went to see it, the woman next to me, the critic next to me, she was like at the, at the very end of the film, when the film ends, she just went, 
<sighs> and let out this massive sigh because she was like holding like everything in this entire time. And that's what the film does. It's so great about it. It's like, it makes you scared of things that aren't there and, and it forces you to fill in the gaps. And so, and he doesn't have to do a whole lot. It's a very intelligent film. Um, and it doesn't do this whole thing of like the jump scares and all that sort of shit. It just, it, it, it plays on uh, your mind being able to fill in the gaps and being able to sort of like make up for what's not there. You know, like at one point she just stares at an empty chair and you're like, this is fucking creepy. What are you writing it, Carlo? Oh, mate, I'd give it about a nine out of 10, I reckon. Oh, okay. Ooh. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, to a four. Yeah. All right, so that one's yeah. available to stream. You so can buy it for 20 bucks. That one's available. Yeah. Not, tw- not 20 bucks. bucks. Not $20. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit steep, maybe. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, do it. Do it? Do it, I reckon. All right, do it. <laughs> Done. Made it go. It's not a Disney movie. We can't, we can't ask <laughs> for any favors. I was about to say, I'm paying for three streaming services here, but then I was like, no. No, you're not. No, you're no, not. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> what else? Right, I'll watch that. So, uh, so uh, before the lockdown, Birds of Prey had come out. Uh, yeah, Margot Robbie. Margot right. Robbie. So Birds of Prey uh, follows on from Suicide Squad um, as directed by Kathy Yan. This is a second film. Um, she did a, a, a Chinese language film called Dead Pigs previously. Uh, and it's basically, it's a breakup film, but also a team up film, which is uh, really interesting. You know what a Harlequin is? A Harlequin's role is to serve. It's nothing without a master. No one gives two shits who we are beyond that. The Joker and I broke up. I wanted a fresh start, but it turns out I wasn't the only Damon Gotham looking for emancipation. Spectacular news. Miss Queen, she belongs to me. Oh, you're that psycho chick. I'd never call a woman a chick. I'll accept broad lady woman. And on occasion, bitch. Bitch? What are you talking Pull about? for me, William. Um, it kind of, if you look at it and you squint, it kind of looks like Deadpool a little bit. It kind of has that vibe. Um, and it's got this sort of very kind of like glossy, uh, just, it, it just, it's very sort of like a sickly sweet film. Amazing action. And it basically follows Harley Quinn as she, um, she gets dumped by the Joker. Um, but because she's been acting like a brat while she's been with the Joker, now everyone wants to kill her because she's been such a fucking pain in the ass in Gotham. <laughs> it's a fucking wild film. And what's really interesting too is that like, oh, I saw it twice in the cinemas before the lockdown. And I took uh, two female friends with me both times. And each time it had that same uh, kind of vibe. When, you, when a dude goes to sees a Rocky film, he comes out wanting to take swings and like, you know, really pumped. This does the same thing. Like women come out just absolutely fucking amped. And I've heard a lot of like, one of, a lot of my female friends, that they have the exact same reaction to it. They all come out just wanting to fight people. <laughs> and I'm like, sweet, okay, cool. Yeah, so it's a, it's a dope film. It's got um, dope soundtrack. Um, you can actually just skip Suicide Squad altogether and just go yeah. straight to this film. It's going to ask everyone, about that. But, yeah. Suicide Squad had some really great actors characters yeah. storyline let it down 
I'm hoping they made it, it up. Yeah. yeah, you haven't seen it? No, I didn't watch Suicide Squad. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you're not missing out on much. Like, Suicide Squad was a very sort of choppily put together film. There was a whole lot of, like, behind-the-scenes shit going on that, like, yep. you know, that kind of, like, affected that, then affected um, Batman v Superman and a whole bunch of other films. Yeah. Um, here, they're sort of just, like, they've let her, like, they've let the director kind of, like, do her thing. And also... The action was actually second directed by Chad Stahelski, who directed the three John Wick films. So it's got, yeah, so it's got like the action of uh, like a John Wick movie uh, with a kind of like Deadpool vibe to it. It's really dope. I highly recommend it. Not everyone likes it. Like some people, it's kind of got like one of those things where it's like you either really, really love it or you're just like, I'm just not into this, you know. So you kind of give yourself to it or it's just like it's not your thing. But so far, uh, yeah just be careful who you show it to because like women will fight you afterwards. Uh, <laughs> what are you writing it? Uh, I'm writing it another nine. Oh, I really, I just dug the shit well out of this film. Yeah. Where can, where can we watch that, mate? It's not coming uh, out. No, 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 no. You, can, you can buy it online. Oh, oh wow. Online. Online. Okay. Okay. So that, is that another $25 one? That's a 20, I believe it's $25. Expensive. But you, you own this one. You oh, own you this it? one. Ooh, yeah, like rewatch. Yeah. Too many rewatches these days. It's too yeah, much, too much on. Yeah, where are you yeah. gonna store that? You own this one. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's not like a DVD anymore, is it? Nope. Nah, nah. Just download, just straight down. Oh, you know what? We know what movie always makes me want to start boxing. The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, spoke about Marky Mark. Dude, I watched that the other night. Yeah, that's a great film. Really good movie, huh? Every yeah. time he, when he's when he's coming back from that broken hand, he's running down the street. That yep. stripped my mind by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Come on, makes me want to get out in there and have a run. I don't. You don't. Do you? <laughs> it makes it makes you want yeah. to. Shadow box. You don't necessarily couch. actually just do it. Yeah. Just throwing punches in the couch. Motivate. Yeah, does. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Oh man, it's just that dope man. film. Mickey Ward, one of the greats. Mickey Ward, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Was it Pride of Lol? Yes. Pride of yeah, Lol. that's the one. Yeah, dark film. Yeah. Anyway, well, you got to watch the Mickey um, Ward. Mickey Ward. Some of Mickey Ward's fights are the, the best. You go back on you. They'll be on YouTube. Yep. Go back yep. and watch some of Mickey Ward's fights are some of the biggest wars you'll ever watch. The freak show. What else you got, Carlo? What what All movies right. do we need to see while we're in lockdown? Well, not not movies necessarily. I'm going to give a, a, a list of things that people need to watch on Netflix. So the first one is, I'm not going to suggest Tiger King because like fucking everyone's watching that. <laughs> everyone's, Doug Allen. Oh, everyone's already watched that. Yeah, Tiger Allen. Everyone's, everyone's watched that. We're all laughing yep. at the freak shows. Um, yep. So if you haven't watched The Witcher, what the fuck are you doing? You need to get on that. Okay. Um, the, tri- the trick to the Witcher is yeah. to know that there's a bunch of time jumps in it. So like a lot of the characters don't, age like normal humans yep. so they do this thing where they jump back and forth um but aside from that great show it fills in like uh, a kind of game of thrones vibes that everyone's been after since the show ended okay um, another one superman yeah henry cavill just absolute fucking boulder shoulders man just insane <laughs> huge <ring>. um <laughs> he's massive huge unit just absolute massive unit um uh, Unorthodox is a new one that's just come out. Uh, it's about a woman who uh, escapes an ultra uh, Hasidic Orthodox Jewish um, arranged marriage and she flies off to Berlin to just basically live her life. That's a four part miniseries um, and that's actually really, really cool. Uh, that's sort of, I think that's kind of like taken a lot of people by surprise. So that one's, that one's a good one to get on top of. Um, Mind Hunters, if you haven't seen Mind Hunters, Again, I don't know what you're doing. Like seriously, Mine Hunters is one of those absolute great shows that you need to get onto. It's like uh, like a murder mystery podcast, 
And one of the great things about it is, is that it talks, it, it, it has like a whole bunch of like interviews with serial killers from the past. Um, but it never, ever shows dead bodies at all. So it's like, it, again, it sort of makes your mind sort of fill in the gaps. So it was created by uh, David Fincher, who did Seven oh, and Girl with Dragon yeah. Tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like absolute, like the Titan behind this one. Um, get on that. Daredevil. That, that I'm reminding... So no, just, no, no. It's a, it's a series. It's, oh, a, no two, it's a two season series. Um, we don't know if there's going to be a third season coming back because they were talk because Fincher went off to um, direct his next film and he takes forever to direct his films. Um, so they don't know whether or not he's, there's going to be a third season. Um, but the first two se- seasons are absolutely like you'll be gripped the entire time. And it's like, it's creepy without being scary, which is kind of a, a, a cool thing. Um, uh, the next one is I'm reminding people that this show exists. It's called Daredevil. It's got three seasons. It ended back in 2018, yeah. but I want to make sure that people are still like reminded that it exists because it's a dope fucking show. Like I, it's one of those. So Daredevil was the blind dude. The, the blind lawyer. Oh, the yeah. Marvel blind lawyer. Yeah. Terrible okay. movie with terrible movie. Yeah, what Terrible was, movie because was series, is it? His wife was in it with him, wasn't she? Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. Yeah, okay. Ex-wife. Colin Farrell was in that playing bulls. Yeah. Oh, really? Like right. Irish bulls. Terrible movie. <laughs> Terrible movie. It was like it was, it was like you know when uh, comic book movies were shit. Yes. Like, before this whole comic yes. book thing, like the only yeah. good ones were like. I don't know, maybe Batman. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man by that Spider-Man. point. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah okay. but they kind of flopped with a bunch of those. Yes, yes. Yeah, that yeah. was a flop. Don't watch the movie. Flop. Nah. Yeah. Don't watch the movie, but yeah, yeah the, the TV series is really good. I pref- prefer the, the series. The series is, yeah. I, I don't know if you heard me then. but Punish is also really, really dope too. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> get, That's get, all right. <laughs> bad internet. No, the Punish, is, the, the Punish is a really sort of interesting show as well because they... Uh, they sort of they break convention with that character, and they 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 uh, they make it a more cerebral show than I than I didn't realize. Uh, and I I love that character as well. But Daredevil, man, fuck, get on Daredevil. It's got great action. It's got a great storyline. Um, third season's probably the strongest season out of the three. Um, and it's really sad that they ended it. But anyway, um, and the last one, the last one I'm going to mention is Money Heist. Now, Money Heist Money is Heist. a Spanish. Ooh, yeah. Good show. Yeah, yeah. Um, Money Heist. One, one, one of the five. <laughs> 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 keeps popping up on my... Keep, Netflix are yeah. inceptioning me. It keeps popping up keep at the top up, of yeah. my Netflix to watch it. And it looks really damn good. Is it subtitles? It is subtitles, but you can listen. You can watch it dubbed. I reckon, I'm a purist. I recommend watching it subtitled because you get a certain level of emotion that you might miss out on if yeah. it was dubbed. Because mm-hmm. like, te- what tends to happen with like dub shit is that um they go over the top like the 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 people doing the dubbing tend to go over the top to sort of like fill in the emotion whereas if you watch it in its native language and you just read the subtitles not that hard if you can you know afford to like if you can like get a netflix subscription i can assume that you can fucking read um (laughs) and not be on your phone and not be on your phone the entire (laughs) time um you know pay attention a little bit but if you watch it in spanish it's like it's this it you get much more out of it than you would otherwise. So Money Heist, man, dope show. Um, basically, it's about uh, a dude named The Professor. He hires a bunch of uh, um, uh, thieves. And what they want to do is they want to essentially uh, print billions of euros worth of money uh, in the mint of Spain. 
Um, and that's the first season. And I think it's got like four or five seasons oh, so wow. far. Um, yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's one of, yeah, it's one of those. A lot of reading. Yeah, it's a lot of reading. A lot of reading. A lot of time yeah. off your phone, mate. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I, yeah. I'm, a, I'm now a subtitle watcher. You do? Okay. I ha- well, I hated it. I used to hate it. But yeah. now when I watch uh, anything, my, it's when my baby's gone to sleep. And I don't have the volume up very much, very loud. And I usually like to pump it so I can hear everything and see everything properly. But I can't do that now. So I have to read just in case I miss anything. Yes. So I'm used to that. Yeah. So I can probably get away with the subtitle thing. I think I could do it. You would. Yeah. Do it, man. Work. I can I read. Think, <laughs> yeah. We know you can read. But like, you know, it's, an, it's, it's a far more, far more enjoyable experience to like listen to it. And it's like how it was intended to be listened to as opposed to like someone just being like over the top in the dubs. So, but nah, money heist, man. Money heist. Uh, awesome. All get onto yeah. it. That's great. That's a good list. That's awesome. a good list to get people started. For sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, man, yeah. It, we've got some construction going on behind us and it's not going to be great for the listeners. So I reckon we might wrap us up. Yeah. And, All uh, good, man. And we're going to touch base with you throughout the season. Well, hopefully some more things coming out and I reckon more reviews off you, man. 100%. I'm looking forward to it, boys. Perfect. Look Thanks, after yourselves. Thanks, Charlie. No worries. Yeah, no dramas. Catches. Great chat there, mate, uh, with uh, with our resident film critic, yep. Carlo. Let's get on it. Let's get on some shows. Yeah, might, might go not the Witcher. Work. The Witcher. Was Witcher. His, I do need to watch. Yeah, that. my brother's watched it. That was his number one. Was it Witcher? He said, yeah, yeah, it was number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah number one on Netflix. All right, we'll go watch that. Go Let's watch go start that. it now. We're in and the, the Invisible room, Man. Let's just turn it on here. Yeah, he can turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> and the Invisible Man. Invisible Sorry. Man. Yeah. And the Invisible Man. That was gonna be scary. Twenty bucks. I might. I might pass. Yeah, I might pass on that too. <laughs> well, I mean, you're streaming Netflix. Oh, I know. Already streaming for Stan and Disney. Like, like people don't have money coming in. You expect people to pay twenty bucks to watch one movie. Yeah, I think nah. we'll pass on that one. Well, Hard. Yeah, pass. I think the days of spending twenty dollars on a movie, like individually, is back in the blockbuster days. Like, you don't need to do that now. You have no. you have streaming services. When were they twenty bucks though? Not for a DVD. Seven for, buck fifty for a. Mm, no, nah, I reckon they used to be. $20 to rent well, one? Oh, sorry. To, to buy. buy. Yeah, to sorry, buy. yeah. Which, sure. is, which is what you... Yeah, true. Yeah, right. you buy yeah. it. Okay, to um, buy a DVD, 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah right. so yeah, JB Hi-Fi, buy some new yeah. movies cost 30 bucks. Yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, no so I think it's... they got to make some cash. No, yeah, exactly. they do it. So I think it's, uh, yeah, it's it's a little bit ridiculous when you've got so many streaming services and you're paying $14 a month for 1,000 movies. So yeah. Agreed. Get watching, guys. Uh, thanks to Colonial for another Stay great Stay safe, ep. guys. Stay safe. Uh, See you in the next one. You.